Welcome to Long Story Short. Each week, we sit down with different guests to discuss issues important to the campus community at the University of Utah. This month, students will have the opportunity to vote for their student government representatives in the elections for the Associated Students of the University of Utah, also known as ASUU. Students will be able to vote for Assembly and Senate candidates for their respective colleges, as well as executive tickets to represent them as the ASUU presidency. In this episode, we will be interviewing the executive ticket candidates to discuss their plans for ASUU if elected. Hey everyone, we're interviewing the O'Leary ticket, and yeah, let's just jump right into it. So could you just tell me a little bit about each of you um, and why you're running for your positions? Sure. So I'd like to apologize in advance. My voice is a little bit dead, so hopefully you guys can still hear me. Um, oh, I'm good. I'm, I'm Parker Madsen. Um, I'm running for Vice President of Student Relations, and um, a little bit about me is that I'm a transfer student. Um, this is my second year at the University of Utah, and Seriously, transferring to the University of Utah was the best decision I ever made. I've absolutely loved my experience here. But that being said, my transition from my previous institution to the University of Utah was a little bit difficult. So that's kind of why I'm running is to help ease that transition for students when they first come to the University of Utah, so they can really help, or I, so I can really help them find that sense of community and and that those positive experiences that I was able to find after after searching and, and mm. yeah. So that's a little bit about me and why I'm running. Hi, I'm Chloe Shule. I'm running for Vice President of University Relations. And a little bit about me, I am a sophomore here studying both finance and chemistry in the Honors College. I run for the track team, the women's track team. I run the 400 and 800 mostly, but cool. occasionally the 200. Cool. Yeah. I wanted to get involved in like ASUU and this overall just because I wanted to get more involved with student life. I wanted mm. to see like what students wanted to improve on this campus and find ways that I could help them. Yeah. And just, you know, getting to know a little bit more about the school. So that's yeah. how we got involved with all of this. Yeah. Yep. Right on. <clears throat> and my name is Jack O'Leary. I'm running for student body president this year. Uh, a little bit about me. I'm a junior. I'm originally from Chicago, uh, so out-of-state student, and I'm studying economics and political science. Um, I currently serve as the – actually, well, I served as the chief of staff of the student government uh, this past year, which was really exciting. Um, I've kind of been involved here and there on campus. Um, I'm the DEI chair for my fraternity, um, and I'm currently interning at Ivor Innovations, which is a nonprofit focused on affordable housing. Mm. Um, but really, I decided to run because I've been really blessed at the University of Utah to find um, – I kind of joke, the student affairs mantra is we want you to find your passion, pur purpose, and people. Uh, I really believe that I, I, I have found my uh, passion, purpose, and people. The U, coming to you has been one of the, as Parker said, best decisions in my life. Um, and I want to make sure students can, can have that same experience. Every student should be able to find, find their friends, find what their major is, um, feel accepted, feel like they belong. And so that's really what encouraged me to run, really to improve mm -hmm. uh, the campus life around me and the student experience. Um, this year we're running on affordability, accessibility, and acceptance. We really believe that addressing those three issues tangibly with uh, uh, things that we can really implement within a year is something that we really care deeply about. 
Mm, cool. Well, I love just hearing, you know, a little bit about your guys' backgrounds um, and why you're running. Um, could we go more into what are the key initiatives that you want to do with your platform? You talked a little bit about kind of your motto, right? Um, the three A's. Um, could you just say more about that? Like, what are the biggest things you want to implement on campus? Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah, I can start with that. One thing we, uh, so our slogan, the official slogan is empower change, elevate experience. We really want to, as I kind of mentioned, we really want to make sure that students on campus, no matter where they come from, that they have the best experience possible, that they have the access to all the resources we have, all the internship opportunities, all the class resources, counseling centers, whatever we have on this campus, we have so much to offer. Uh, but what we've seen is students just can't get there. Students have difficulty navigating the uh, huge system that we have, and that needs to change. Another thing that we kind of – another mantra that we have is uh, we're all climbing this mountain together. Mm. Uh, what that means is you know, everyone's st- – we're all trying to get to the top of this, of this college mountain we're climbing. Um, but really it's – we all start in different places. We all climb at different speeds. We all need different tools to succeed, to, to get there. But at the end of the day, we have to make sure that we all get there together because if we're not all making it to the top, then something's wrong. Something's broken. So really that's kind of our driving focus, our driving passion. One of the things under affordability I can kind of talk about, uh, two things there I'll talk about is one – is we really want to revamp our scholarship dashboard. So I don't think it's been redone in a while. It's it's online. It's hard to get to. It's kind of hard to navigate as well. And so every year, thousands of dollars go unused, whether it's through that dashboard or through colleges individually, through different programs and things. And so anyone really can apply for those. And, and really, that's what they're there for. But people aren't accessing them and making sure that there's ways to improve that affordability on campus. That's super important. Another thing we'd love to see is a some kind of textbook exchange program. Other colleges have done this. Other schools in Utah have done this uh, where you can, you know, co- textbooks this year, I uh, personally, I was going in to buy a textbook for an environmental policy class and it was like 70 bucks just to rent it. Hmm. And I thought, you know, that's, that's ridiculous. Luckily, uh, my parents, you know, they can pay for, for textbooks like that. Um, but a lot of students can. People have different incomes. And so really a textbook is a basic thing at a university that most classes, you're, it's something that you need. It's unavoidable. And so making sure that, you know, as we as everybody goes through the through their years, that we can donate textbooks back or figure out ways to really make this necessity cheap or discounted or maybe even free if that's possible. A third thing just on affordability is housing affordability. Uh, if we're going to keep growing as a campus, if we're going to have people living on campus, we really need to make sure that you can afford to live on campus. Uh, with all these new buildings going in, we want to try to implement some kind of four-year rent protection program, especially for grad students, uh, to really ensure that people can live on campus, can have that college experience. Or, you know, if they're not living on campus, how can we support them off campus as well? So that's just some things in affordability. Uh, but I know Parker and Chloe can, can touch on some other initiatives. Yeah, so the the platform that I focus on is accessibility. Um, and one of the ideas that we have to improve accessibility on campus and really facilitate a sense of community is establishing a multicultural center. So to be clear, this idea isn't, isn't radical. There's plenty of other schools inside the Pac-12 that have a multicultural center, um, and we just like to bring that to our campus. Uh, the idea is that it would have different sections and floors death in, or dedicated excuse me, to different ethnicities and cultures and that we'd make space for everyone. Um, and this is something that we're we're passionate about and we think could really make campus a better place, especially for those coming from from uh, um, minority backgrounds or, or marginalized communities. Um, another thing that or and something to add on to with the multicultural center is we want to make sure it's it's constructed in a central location. Right. If we construct this on the periphery of campus, I don't think that sends a very good message to the to the communities that we're going to have inside the multicultural center. And it's not it's not going to going to serve its purpose as well as it could. So we want to make sure that we have this multicultural center constructed on a central location and that it's really accessible by students. Um, 
another program that that I'm focusing on within our campaign is getting a, a one credit orientation course implemented. So this is going to be optional, but um, it what it would be is basically the way that current orientation is is all this information gets fire hosed at you in a couple of days, right? And this mm-hmm. I feel at least when I went through it. I felt like I didn't really retain any of the information. So when I got to campus, I felt lost. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what these different student organizations did, et cetera. So we want to make we want to prolong this orientation over the course of a semester. And aside from being a good GPA booster, I think it would really give students the ability to retain the information that that they receive during orientation, and that it would help them really navigate college life. So those are a couple of things that I'm I highlight under our uh, accessibility pillar. Cool. Chloe, you want to add anything? Yeah. So my main pillar that I deal with is acceptance. And so under that, too, the main things are safety and then sustainability. So as for safety, we want to try increase lighting around campus because I know like towards the bottom of campus, President Circle, that area, it's pretty dark. And being an athlete, I have to take most of my classes really early in the morning or really late at night. And so it would just be a lot nicer to have lighting and make students feel more comfortable. Along with that, we'd like to expand the whole safe ride and campus shuttle um, accessibility, whether that be through increased hours, through more stops on the campus shuttles, or like a wider range of where the safe rides can go. So it could even go off campus to like maybe a mile radius. If students live really close to campus, they could easily take that from their late night classes or to school which could also help with accessibility to this campus. Um, Along with recycling, we want to implement a permanent recycling in Rice Eccles because they don't really have that right now Mm. at all. And so we feel like that would really help with sustainability. And along with that, we want to try and make the campus shuttles electric because I know some places they already are electric. And so I feel like that would be able to add some helpful sustainability aspects to this campus. We also want to look into regulating water usage because I don't know if you've noticed walking around in the summer, you Mm. can see the sprinklers are watering the sidewalks more than they are the grass. Good point. So we want to look a little bit more into that and how we can water less sidewalks and more grass. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So you guys have a lot of ideas. Um, I'm curious if, if there are any ideas in particular that you want to prioritize or what does this look like when you're presenting this? Um, you know, are you going to have research behind it that kind of like if you're you know trying to make textbooks less expensive? How are you going to propose that? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's really one essential thing about our campaign. And and when we did, we're you know thinking about okay, this is why we're running. This is how we feel about campus. But really, what are the errors we want to address? Uh, really, we looked at I guess to to answer you know I answer that in two parts. First is you know what are some of the things we would really prioritize? We only get a year in office if elected. Uh, the things I say the one thing we first couple things we prioritize is one parking. Um, par- we need to make parking more accessible. It needs to be easier. That's why we've we've marketed a live parking system, which we have done research on. It's called um, Smart Parking. It's a company that has worked with other college campuses to put in sensors and cameras in parking lots so that you can go online and you can see what parking lots are full or not. So when you're coming to campus, hey, do I need to park in Maryland Engineering? Do I got to go up to Shoreline, um, Rice Eccles, wherever you need? Make it e- just easier. Um, also want to make it so that parking is you have more one more uh, you have to three spots. 
um, as well as ticketing the uh, commuter services tickets until I think uh, 10 p.m. Which I, the re- kind of reasoning for that is, you know, you have staff and faculty are also trying to use spots on campus. But at, at that time, people aren't really here, and we try to move. We want to move that to 8 p.m. Um, you know, what does that look like, really? So, it, kind of these decisions have come from talking with. Uh, members of you administration, you leadership. Um, we've met with a couple deans uh, of various colleges. We've met with clubs. We we have done uh, some research behind this. Um, and one, also just our experiences on campus, being you know student athlete, being a transfer student, being the former chief of staff of the student government. We've kind of seen what's feasible, what's not, and really what are the key issues that are affecting just everyday students on their daily lives. And really, that's kind of the whole message of our of our platform. Really, is all these things that we're we're talking about. Um, they are feasible. They are tangible. They they can be implemented in in one year. Um, and that that was really what we're trying to do because ASUU kind of can has these multifaceted approaches when it comes to things such as programming with Keb or advocacy through SIO um, or various other things. But we need to make sure that anything we we talk about implementing actually has to happen, which has really been a cornerstone of our campaign. Cool. Um, I'm just gonna give one more question. Um, if you win. What are the biggest ways that you're going to connect with students, make them feel like their student government is working for them, um, have ease of communication? Um, What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I think one way in which I would like to make sure the student body feels heard by us is by just getting out onto campus and directly talking with students. Um, I don't think that ASU does this enough, quite frankly. I think it would be good to see them tabling on campus and saying, hey, come talk to us. Tell us your concerns. So the one way that I would do that would just be, for example, I, this isn't something that I really like, made a set plan for yet. But I would like to table, like set a day in which I'm going to be tabling from you know, 9 a.m. To, to noon. And students, if you have questions, come by and just talk to me. And I'd be happy to listen to your concerns. So that's one way in which I would want to make sure that students, students feel acknowledged and listened to. Yeah, along with that, I think one of the main issues that ASUU faces is nobody really knows about it. When I've been telling people that I'm running for this, they don't even realize that we have a student government or that ASUU even exists. And so one of the ways that we all have various connections around campus, and so talking to students is pretty accessible for us. We are pretty good at talking with whether it be peers or administration or anyone. And so we want to get out there. We want to really just talk to individual students or groups of students, see what they need rather than, like, staying in ASUU and just around there, we can reach all different groups of people, seeing exactly what they need and being able to implement those into whatever we decide to do in office, Mm. if we were to be in office. Um, Just to piggyback on that, hop on, is another thing that we've really, we've talked about a lot is we want to restructure ASUU uh, internally. We have a comprehensive plan for that of uh, we want to really redesign how the executive cabinet works, how it how it actually functions, what that structure looks like, so that when it comes to the day-to-day operations, it's easier, it's more efficient, it works better for students. Also, just completely revamping the Constitution, revamping the legislative structure. Um, I'd probably say the main focus of the legislative branch is to support college student councils and to pass club funding. Basically, neither of those things are happening. It's, it's really, really difficult. It takes a couple months to get funds for clubs that you know every student pays into, and really that should be the main focus of that branch. Moreover, in terms of uh, college student councils, a lot of them are non-existent, and really only this year a couple have been uh, revamped and, and, and kind of redesigned. But you know, we're kind of seeing that students aren't really identifying with their colleges anymore. You have a lot of intersectionality when it comes to students. Of They're getting multiple degrees. They're getting minors elsewhere. They're, they're going to clubs. They're going to organizations. They're getting interns 
relationships. And so we really need to take a hard look at, okay, what is the purpose of student government? What are we trying to do? Because clearly it's not working. Most Only less than 10% of students vote every year. Uh, multiple election deadlines have to be moved because not enough people are applying. Last year, you only had one ticket run for the presidency, which is so exciting that we have three, this four and now three this year. Um, but really just... We, you know, student government needs to kind of get back into the spotlight and actually kind of take a hard look at why are we here and how are we really helping students. Cool. Well, it was great to hear from you guys today. Um, any finishing thoughts, ways that students can find out more about your platform? Um, yeah. So the way that students can find out about our platform, the best way would just be to follow us on social media at the O'Leary Ticket. Um, we've posted all our ideas on social media, and we'd love to hear any student concerns, so feel free to reach out. Yeah. Uh, we also have just written a guest op-ed in the Daily Tech Chronicles, so if you want to check that out, uh, that would be great. Quick plug there. Also, our Instagram is at the O'Leary Ticket, which we put out uh, pretty regularly information on why we're running our campaign, our platform, where we're tabling. Um, also, we're putting out a how to vote video, which voting's at the end of the month from the 21st to the 24th through your CIS page on the ASUU portal. Um, and I know the Elections Board for ASUU will be putting out some uh, events during that week to encourage voting. So I would, I would encourage every student to go out and express their voice, make their voice heard. And just like one final thought on our platform, we are so excited to represent every student. We accept every student. We want every student to come to us. We want to represent everyone. And so we're just excited to meet everyone and get to know how we can help make their lives better and easier. Jack, Parker, and Chloe, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Tommy. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Hey, guys, we're talking to Sven and Alicia from the Karabigovich ticket, um, and let's just jump right in. So tell me a little bit about each of yourselves, your background, why you're running for the position, and uh, qualifications you have. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is Sven. I'm a junior studying political science and international studies with a minor in Russian. I'm a first-gen Bosnian-American student, and... For me, uh, I've been involved on campus uh, everywhere. I've been in tons of student organizations from the Union Programming Council as a director of the Freshman Ambassador Board uh, to being an RA, part of the Honor Student Advisory Council, Greek Life, etc. And I've just, throughout my three years or so on campus, I've felt like there's a lot of things that... um, that, that students have been voicing to me as like changes they want to see, and um, uh, and they felt like they haven't had representation or their voice heard by ASUU. So that's been kind of the core reason why I'm running. And then I'm Alicia. I'm a third year student majoring in Cuomo with an emphasis in operations and supply chain. Um, similar to Sven, I've been involved pretty heavily these past um, three years with orientation for two years, running the fashion club. Um, being a campus life mentor, also doing the freshman ambassador board just so, so much. And specifically through working with first-year students, I think I've had an interesting perspective of seeing students come here from the very from day one and just seeing that disconnect of how to connect to resources or how do they find this community here on campus. And that, to me, just really urged me to find ways that I could help make that transition easier from coming to high school where you knew everyone since you were 15, potentially, to being somewhere new and figuring out how to navigate this campus. Um, and then we should probably introduce Abukar as well. Cool, uh, yeah. Abukar, like we mentioned, was at a prior school commitment, so he can't make it here today, unfortunately. But Abukar is a junior as well, uh, majoring in, in finance with a minor in IS. Um, and 
he uh, he's at the business school. Um, he's been. I met him my freshman year when I was um, an intern at the Salt Lake City Mayor's office, and we kicked it off from there. And um, Abakar is an incredible person on this campus. He makes sure that everybody feels welcomed and heard, and has been involved in so many different facets of our university. And I'm I'm just I feel very lucky that he's he's joining us in this. Great. Um, well, could you just lay out some of the key tenets of your platform? What are the biggest initiatives that you want to implement? Um, what goals do you have? Um, and yeah, why are you running? So our sort of ticket hashtag, for lack of a better yeah. word, is know your change. And that fell under three pillars of knowing your change, knowing your campus, and knowing your community. And to elevate those three things, we sort of built a ticket around campus sa- campus safety, sustainability, and then, again, just community and campus life. Sven, do you want to touch on the specifics? Yeah, so within campus safety, our, our number one, like, big headline uh, goal we're trying to, we want to make is, is we have a, a campus safety hotline we want to implement. Currently, we have a 505 number on the university, and um, while it connects you to campus safety resources, not many students know that it exists, um, not many students um, have used it, and it's frankly not very useful as it currently stands. So we want to reimagine that whole system by um, making our campus safety hotline connect you to more than just campus safety, but to mental health resources and other basic needs resources on campus. Um, furthermore, when it comes to sustainability, we have a, 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 an education action and growth plan for our university. Um, first, we think it's really important that students uh, get educated about how to be sustainable, how to recycle on campus. So we want to, um, you know, at the beginning of, of each semester when you take that, like, alcohol safety quiz? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so we want to take that and make a recycling version of it. Mm. So each student has an opportunity to understand, like, hey, this is what, how I can recycle, and they, every, every student has a touch point with that. Um, we want to take action on that, which means um, uh, maintain programs like re- uh, Recycle Rice Eccles and bolster them into different programs and like different sporting events on campus. Um, and, and maybe potentially look into uh, making a cohort within ASUU that focuses specifically on giving policy proposals to our student government on, on sustainability. Um, and then finally, we want to set uh, growth goals for a university. We have um, some net zero emissions goals by 2030, but we don't have net zero waste goals by 2030. Uh, we want to continue to add some of those initiatives so our campus and our universities seems um, is held accountable for their uh, uh, sustainability actions. And do you want to touch on um, some of our community stuff? And then for community, we think it's very important that we're still connecting to students. Um, so part of that is creating a student leader forum that we want to happen pretty consistently. We're thinking about maybe monthly where we have student leaders come and voice their questions, concerns. Um, and then and we just like it's an open discussion, essentially. And then the following month for that month's meeting, let's say like the first half is dedicated to giving follow up on the, th- the concerns that were brought up, even if the update is unfortunately we haven't made progress or oh this is going this direction at least students know that their voice is being heard and they're getting those consistent updates about what's going on so that's probably our biggest thing within campus and campus slash community life and then 
with that, um, part of being coming to college and existing here and being a now somewhat of an adult, um, you have the opportunity to explore so many new things, and we want to really foster open open conversations about safe sex here on this university. And so we would like to implement contraceptive vending machines. So we would like to take the COVID-19 vending machines that are currently being phased out a little bit and put um, sexual health, um, what is it called, items within them, so things like condoms, dental dams, stuff like that, and place them within the dormitory so students necessarily don't have to walk to the PHC or it makes ordering pleasure packs a little bit easier because they're right there in your dorm and it's like an immediate turnaround if you Mm. need those items. Yeah, and then finally, uh, our overarching, like, this is what we want to do is we want to make sure students are empowered in making their own change on campus. Um, ASU is one organization. Uh, me, Alicia, and Abacart are only three individuals. We can't speak for everybody on campus. We can't represent everybody on campus. And it is not our job to speak for people on campus. We want to make sure that students are speaking for themselves and then the student government that is representing them is giving them the opportunity to do so. What are the biggest ways that you want to create ease of communication with students, right? If it's kind of like you have responsibilities in the student government to do certain things for students, but also they need to express their concerns, how will you hear their concerns and make sure that their um, their concerns are being addressed? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. And I think that it starts with making sure that the systems within ASUU can accommodate the student body. So our Student Immersion and Outreach Board, which is supposed to represent transfer students, military connected students, students with kids, international students, um, and many more, they only have one director and two associate directors on that board. There is, it's not possible for them to create outreach to those groups. Um, so we want to first expand boards like that within ASUU so we can continue our outreach to students. Um, second, we want to implement more um, committees within ASU that students from, um, from, from those groups can represent themselves with. Um, we want to be uh, clear with that, though, that we're not, we, want, we don't want to put students in positions where they're speaking for their entire representation or for their group, and we don't want to tokenize them. We want to do things like create a transfer student council within ASU where these students can come together, plan events for themselves, um, uh, create policy proposals for them, uh, a military-connected student council that does the same. Um, a- action items like this will not only allow them to um, build their own representation within ASUU, but uh, have it be directly tied within our day-to-day operations. And you want to touch a little bit more on that? Um, furthermore, I think just sort of going outside of policies, I think something that we really want to stress is that we want to have an open door an open door policy, I guess that's still policy, but this, the idea is that students can come talk to us and we want to make ourselves easily accessible. We're still involved on this campus. We're going to events. We're going to club organizations. We really do love this campus and we want students to know that we're still right here by them, even if we're in a part of ASUU. Um, and then going forward with that, I think, again, it sort of touches on things like the Student Leader Forum where we're giving students a place where they can voice those concerns and making sure that we are following up and giving them updates where we can. And then also, we also knowing that st- students need to know that there's other touch points as well. So there are assembly representatives, and we want those assembly representatives to be introducing themselves to the people in their college and knowing that they are a resource as well. Um, to come to if they can't get access to any of us three. There there are so many resources, and we just need to figure out ways to make them more accessible. Mm. So with your different policy ideas, 
what are the biggest ways that you get inspired? If there's a new idea, you know, you walk through a lot of different ideas, whether it's um, recycling education or, you know, sex positivity with um, contraceptive vending machine. Where do most of these ideas come from? I think within our ticket, a lot of it, maybe some of it is personal experience. Like one of our first ever meetings as a ticket, we just sat down and talked about what our experience has been on this campus. And Abu Kar talked about how important he felt about having a three-digit hotline with his experience of having to call um, campus safety before mm. and campus security. And then for me, um, I was for a while pursuing a minor in environmental and sustainability studies, and I learned so much there, and I have such this commitment to sustainability within different contexts of my own like and my own life like mm. things like fashion and I want to really wanted to think about how I could put that on a larger scale yeah and uh furthermore I think that uh, a lot of our ideas are have come from students voicing their concerns uh, we've done a lot of sit-down conversations with students from different organizations on campus um and it's it's like we mentioned earlier, uh, our experiences can't speak for everybody or represent everybody, and it, that won't allow us to build solutions that represent everybody. So um, a lot of it has been, hey, let's like sit down with, with the film production club. Let's sit down with um, this organization or that organization and hear what they have to say so we can implement their ideas and their concerns into our policies. Mm. Well, I think I have one more question in terms of with these ideas um, – how are you going to propose these to people? To, you know, like some of these ideas, like the campus safety idea, right? Creating this hotline. What? How do you do your research to kind of um, get all the numbers for this? So we actually have um, sat down and spoke with the dean of students about mm. these ideas, um, and we've gotten feedback on these. And we're as we're building and working through them, we are uh, going to keep going back and having conversations about, hey, what's the feasibility of this? What roadblocks are we going to reach with this? Um, and it's that, that kind of open communication that uh, the Dean of Students, Jason Ramirez, who has been fantastic in this whole process mm. with us, um, is allowed us to, uh, to, to kind of have a reality check on what's possible, but also make sure that these ideas can be implemented once we are within ASUU. Um, so because of that, I feel pretty confident that um, we have, we have a, a solid relationship with administration to, to do the research and to do the feasibility tests and to figure out how we can actually implement them. Cool. Well, where can students find out more about your platform? Any links, um, plugs, things like that? Yes, you can follow us on Instagram at the Karabekovich Ticket. Um, it's ten letters. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> spelling it. Just it's our posters are all over campus. Definitely look there. Also follow us on TikTok. Also, it's Karabekovich Ticket. Yeah, K A R A B E G O V I C. You got it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you Thank so much. You. We appreciate it. Hey, guys. We got a rocking panel for you today. Um, we're just going to do a quick reading of the VKB ticket. Uh, it's the VKW, um, the Valdez Coar Walia ticket. Um, they, their main uh, statement is, the, is SPACE, which stands for Social Engagement, Progress, Progress Safety, uh, amplify current initiatives, create streamlined ASUU processes, equitable learning. Um, they are the first generation or the first entirely first generation ticket in the history of the University of Utah. And Walia, the the presidential candidate, 
spearheaded the implementation of free menstrual products in men's, women's, and general neutral campus restrooms, making the U the first public university in Utah to have equitable access to these products. Great. Okay. Well, let's just quickly introduce ourselves, and then we can just jump into, you know, talking about these different tickets. Um, So let's just say our name, pronouns, um, our major, our year, and if you could change one thing about the U, what would you change? So I'll start off. I'm Talmadge. My pronouns are he, him. Um, I'm an English major and a second year at the U. Um, And that is a very difficult question about uh, what I would change. But I would love to see just more, like, adventurous spirit, you know? Like, more people just, like, break not breaking the rules, but just, like, having fun and, like, more music um, and um, art on campus. I'm Parker Service, film and media arts major, he, they. Um, I feel like there's a lot of things I would change about the U. Um, It just, I feel like there's a lot of parts that just aren't very clear to students and when the students find out it's probably too late for them um and that i would like that cleared up and i'd like just more transparency top to bottom Hmm. for sure yeah um i'm ben moore i use he him pronouns i'm the producer here um i'm studying political science and peace and conflict studies um if i could change one thing at the u it would probably be either better access to mental health resources for students in the summer. That's a good one. Or, or just in general. Just in general, yeah. Or um, better like scholarship access to transfer students who don't transfer in with their associates as a transfer student. Um, that's definitely something I've struggled with. Um, and I think there's some things we need to get out here because this is like a different episode yes. than normal. Um, yeah. We're a little bound. Yeah. So I work for ASUU. Um, I'm an associate director on the Student Immersion and Outreach Board, which means I cannot take partisan positions. Um, I can't endorse a ticket. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be a little more careful in this episode and that's when all right. I choose to comment. Um, and in my comments, I don't represent ASUU. I don't represent, you know, I, I am repre- I'm speaking for Ben Moore, a student at the U. And, um, yeah, that's kind of, I think. But don't worry. It's still going to be a pretty informative panel, I would hope. Yeah, hopefully. Entertaining, maybe. (laughs) Oh, it will be. It will be. Um, (laughs) No, no, thanks for sharing that, Ben, though. I appreciate that. Um, So what were the biggest highlights to you guys after interviewing um, the two tickets we did today? Um, And also, yes, we did interview um, the VKW. Yes. um, with our Instagram. Um, so, yeah, you can go check that out to our listeners. It was but a great interview. It was, yeah. But, um, sure. but yeah, so what are your thoughts? Today. They have a ton of outreach going on, so mm-hmm. um, we're sad they couldn't make it, but we uh, would encourage everyone to look at that Instagram post. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, so in terms of the interviews today, um, and you can kind of compare them to, to um, you know, the VKW, but what were your guys' biggest thoughts? Any highlights, any things well, that you would like to change? I'm sitting there here across the studio, and I have to try to stop myself from laughing when O'Leary says, we want actionable plans, but also we want to build a building. That is a big proposal. In a year, in the middle of campus, where there's no room. Yeah, I mean, mm. I think I'm allowed to say I don't think that's realistic. It's not realistic. Um, uh, that's not a slap on the ticket at all. Like, 
uh, everyone campaigns on things that mm-hmm. honestly they're not going to be able to do. And for like, me, it is a slap on the ticket. Yes. I think well, that's for like me it's not. <laughs> yes, just clearing it up. Yeah. Um, I, w- I was reading the Cronies, uh article about the debate that they had. I believe it was was Monday. last week. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Baker on the Karavid Karavagovich Karavagovich ticket said, uh, "It's hard hearing that as a person of color." feeling that an all-white ticket is going to create a space for me where all minorities can hang out and learn. Um, and I think I think that's a good quote. Uh, that's why they used it in the article. Uh, so the Karani did a little bit of coverage about the debate, yeah, yeah. right? Um, they, they put it on the debate. It was hosted by the yeah. Right, um, right. And we already, have, we, we already have places on campus for minorities that are more specified. And that's not to say that a multicultural center wouldn't be helpful i'm sure it would be but it seems it seems not viable in the way they want to pull it off it would have to be through central planning at the u it would i mean i'd actually think that'd be really cool like to have something like that i do too especially if it means like better funding Mm -hmm. for these orgs you know for the black cultural center for the you know native american groups on campus Mm -hmm. for uh, Mecha, the Latinx Student Union. Yeah. Like if they could have funding to really be able to do outreach to ensure that, you know, s- students on campus from different backgrounds are able to, like, have places that they can go and, like, have resources, you know? Because, yeah. I mean, especially living in Utah, we're a pretty white state. Yeah. I think, you know, it's like, it's a good, it's a good idea. But mm. ASUU has a very particular... It seems like they're the wrong group to like set this up yeah and it's one year right yeah it's one year it's so and also like how are you gonna like are you are you gonna use your bully pulpit to try to raise money for this Mm -hmm. like i think it's are you gonna take it out of other of clubs out of the club fund there's not enough money in the club fund to build a building no buildings are a lot of money Um, demolish another building probably because there's not enough room on like figures but um yeah from what i know on the asuu budget you can't build the multicultural center no. even if we use the entire budget. And I don't I'm not saying, yeah, that, exactly. saying that like I, I'm not entirely sure. I'd be interested in speaking with them more on that and like what that plan would look like. Because mm-hmm. maybe they have a great plan that they're trying to like outlast them, you know, to get the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But if the plan is we're gonna build this in one year, then that doesn't seem particularly realistic. Yeah. To be the devil's advocate here, um, I will say, like, I do like the dream big mentality, Mm -hmm. you know, and, like, the energy of having a lot that they want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, no, I can see, like, why some of that's hard to get through. um, And I'm interested to see. Yeah, and I'm interested to see how that happens. Um, Mm -hmm. But I will say, like, I like the energy and charisma there, too. So what are some of the things you liked about the O'Leary ticket? Um, and then I also want to go into the um, Karabigovich ticket For as well. Sure. I really, you know, I thought that they had, like you said, they had a good energy about them. Um, I know Jack O'Leary personally. I like Jack. Um, I think he has a lot of um, good knowledge of ASUU that I think he'd be able to implement really well. Um, that's you know, one big thing, I think, having been chief of staff, he had to resign just due to running for 
student body president. It wasn't a scandal. Yeah, there was no, there was the. <laughs> I yeah, want to like, be clear about that. He's yeah. not. There was nothing going on there. It's just you have to do that in ASUU. Mm-hmm. But I think he's he was really good in that role. He did a fantastic job in that role. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to. Is, this is not an endorsement. Being very clear, um, but. And I think there's a lot of good actionables that yeah. they have on their um, platform. And it's it's the same with all of them, honestly. I think mm-hmm. all the tickets have that. And we'll get into that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I was talking to the VKW ticket, and I asked him straight up, I feel like that ASUU is not very transparent. Mm. It's not clear what is going on mm-hmm. to normal students. Yeah. Because I think all ASUU people are not normal students. They're crazy people. <laughs> oh, am I a crazy person? You're uh-huh. overachiever, Ben. No, no, in a good way. In a good um, way. So I, I asked them straight up, like, are there actionables? Like, what specific things do you want to see done? And they had very good answers. It was very clear. And one of them is making ASUU more clear. But that seems like it's a thing that they want to do. Yeah. That each mm. of the tickets mm. wants to I've do. I've heard that from all three. Yeah, because mm. ASU is stupid and crazy. What is it? Nobody really knows unless you're in it. Um, but I, I, I personally feel like VKW has the most experience in ASU. Can you? Yeah, I mean, if if we're talking about just from an objective statistical yes. yeah. standpoint here, yes. Yes. Um, I mean, we just go through the tickets, right? Karabegovich. They don't have ASUU experience, mm-hmm. and I actually, that's something I think I don't think they'd view as a negative. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in many ways, it's not. You know, mm-hmm. in many ways, having a new set of eyes, you know, look at something that could be a bit, if that's what you're looking for, you know, mm-hmm. that could be a very positive thing for us to um, look at, right? Yeah. But also, I think ASUU experience is good. Yeah, VKW yeah. was telling me. I, I don't remember which of the three was telling me that the ball started rolling on them wanting to run because they were just frustrated with how these processes are going. And that's why one of the things they're running on is making it easier for students to understand. And for mm-hmm. and I think that having that much experience in these processes will make it easier for their, like what they want to have done sure. to get mm-hmm. done. Um, yeah. Not that I don't think the other ones can't. I just think that it'll be easier to do it when you have that experience. For sure. And, I mean, yeah, I think I think BKW would be very competent. I actually think all of them have a level of competency. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just not – They're not, ju- they're not yeah. all random people no, off the street. they all have, like, experiences that make them qualified mm-hmm. to run. And I don't think – I think, like, as someone who's worked in ASUU – I don't see a dramatic difference in many things mm-hmm. between the tickets. There are differences. You there, know? That's one thing I'll say about all these tickets is that they're running on very similar platforms. Yeah. And I I, I clearly have a preference, but, um, but like, they're very similar. For sure. And some I'm, of them, like, specialize, specialize yeah. in one thing and some of them specialize in another. But, like, it's a lot about transparency. Sure. It's a lot about campus safety, which mm. – the campus safety is probably the most important thing, For which sure. is unfortunately – I'm not unfortunately. It's good that they're all running on that because I need it. It's it needs to be fixed. that it's a problem. Yes. Mm. For sure. Yeah, and I I think they're all high-integrity people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like they're, I don't know Parker and Chloe well, mm-hmm. but 
I like to think people are high integrity, you know. And I know Jack. I think he's a person of integrity, um, personally. And you know, I know all of the VKW. They're all great, mm-hmm. all well qualified. Um, you know, on Carabag, which I know Sven, we're friendly. Um, Sven's a great guy, um, highly qualified. Has been in you know the freshman ambassador board director this year. Um, is an RA. You know, there's a number of things I think all of these tickets bring that like I would not be concerned with any of them. Right. Mm, yeah. All you three know. of them are all pretty exactly. solid. I'm mm-hmm. not going to yeah. talk about my personal preferences. Yeah. Yes. You, also, you honestly, can't. it doesn't matter because a lot of my personal preferences come from like ways in which ASUU runs, particularly. You know? So say more about that because I, right. I I would like to go into what we would change about ASUU in general, and yeah. you have some experience yeah, I'm there. I'm sure I can talk about it. Um, like. For me personally, right, I'm an AD on the SIO board, Student Immersion and Outreach. We deal with tons. We're like the main advocacy board, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. We advocate for like non, what's considered non-traditional what populations at the U, right? Mm-hmm. So transfer students, students who are, have caregiving responsibilities and students who, you know, are international students, graduate students, students mm-hmm. who are over the age of 25, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so I've had a lot of experience this year working on these issues and there's, um, personally, I'd like to see more resources put there, mm-hmm. um, in future years. I think I'm allowed to say that as, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I, and I think all the tickets understand that mm-hmm. I've talked to all of them. Mm-hmm. They all know the importance of advocacy, you know? Well, yeah, there's these, all these different groups on campus, right. like, like transfer students and, all these kind of things that are like what you say non traditional, right? That Yeah, I mean that's not that's like the so umbrella term. Traditional is what the research is. I have my own feelings on the term post traditional, but that's I guess like the official term mm-hmm. now. Um, I call it student immersion and outreach. Mm-hmm. So we don't deal with um, academic jargon per se. Sure. But yeah. Anyone yeah. who doesn't many of these students who face additional barriers, right? Yeah. So it's like there are lots of different groups, even beyond the ones that I've mentioned, yeah. that we will advocate. For. I mean, that's that's part of why yeah. I like that they're the first that VKW is the first first mm. all first generation student yeah. ticket like that. Understand that's crazy. That. We've been around for so long, like, and there have there wasn't like three white guys whose parents didn't go to college in like the fifties, like. That's crazy. Like, that how's, interesting. how's that never happened I before? And that that's a level of advocacy I like to see. About that. Like, just mathematically, that's crazy. Yeah, well, just like the thing, <laughs> historically, 1950s, most people that went to college there, their parents didn't go to college. Yeah. Because mm. we decided as a society we wanted to make college more affordable mm-hmm. for people and less, like, elitist, you know, yeah. in the, you know, 40s and 50s, especially, like, with the GI Bill and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, after World War II. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I need to look more into that. We've, like, we've got a very diverse campus. Yeah. Um, well, and we're also rules. saying the U, like Utah isn't the most diverse state. But one no. thing I love about the U is like it really values diversity and it inclusion. Does. You know? yeah. um, and I think all three tickets like talked about that in some form of like yeah. creating centers or, or just um, having student ASUU. Even the transparency seems like that is inclusive yeah. to that. Right. Um well, before we wrap up, I'd also like to just go into student involvement because I'm sure we have a lot of students listening to yeah. this. Um, what are the biggest ways that 
more students can vote? Like, do you think it's a good idea for more students to vote um, or more students to find out more about these things? Yeah, for sure. I mean, voting's going to start February 21st. It's going to yep. go all that week. So please get out and vote. It's um, not that hard. It's just on CIS, hard. right? Listen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Watch see our Instagram post. I think VKW did something with KU very recently, I believe, mm-hmm. as well. So, like, I think maybe we'll post something about how to how to vote. Yeah, I think we will. Cool. Yeah, and that would be you know like I'll make sure that make happens. sure that you get <laughs> on all the tickets. You know, mm-hmm. whoever you're voting for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's the big thing, right? Is I think. All of these tickets have important things that they're hitting on, mm. and I want everyone to really make an informed decision because I don't I don't think there's a bad choice here in this election. There's mm. not a like oh the campus would really be going downhill. You know? Right. Yeah. And I've been watched a number of elections. You know, in my it's not like years. the two years ago one where they're, they're like. We need to dissolve student media so For we can sure. start our own new crap boy <laughs> one. And I'm, I'm, exactly. I'm going to refrain from bagging on past tickets as well. I Parker's won't. allowed to, but um, <laughs> it's yeah. But I don't even this, know their in names. In this election, what we're saying is there's not a bad choice. You right. Know? Like, yeah. It's not like I'm not concerned about any of these tickets. Um, I think they all have great capacity to um, serve the students, and I'm. A, mm. I am hopeful that they are all running on this accessibility platform, making ASUU more accessible. Because mm-hmm. I'm someone mm-hmm. I have dealt with that. You know? Right. And that's part of that pandemic. A lot of it is pandemic, right? Is like, how did I even, like, I didn't, I wasn't able to get involved because it was like we were all online, you know? Yeah. And so I've only been involved like the last, like. I mean, I, I was an SJA half. for a year. Which is a position we have on campus. I, I think we still have it. Social justice advocate. Yeah, yeah I'm actually I know we did. I, I looked it up we earlier. We still have it. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's part of residential education, and they have the equity living room and the equity lounge on campus, um, which is kind. Of, it's not a multicultural center, but it's kind of similar. For um, sure. Not to keep on bagging, but like, um, but when I was the when I was an SJA, it was all online. And we didn't get much done, um, mm. which really sucked. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's a really cool position, and sure. you guys, everyone should like use that those living room, those the living room in the mm-hmm. lounge. We have a ton of resources on campus. Yeah, and we I do. Hope that they across the yeah. across the hall. There's a women's resource center. Well, that's it's something great. that I think you know O'Leary ticket talked about. Right, was mm. we have these resources on campus, and I think Kara Begovich has talked about it as well. Um, I know VKW understands this too. They all know is. We have resources. We need to amplify our resources. Mm-hmm. Um, too many students, and that may be a product of COVID, too many students don't know what their resources are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's the biggest thing I'm hoping for in the new administration, right? Tell students how they can get involved in ASUU. I mean, mm-hmm. we've done a great job this year at filling our assembly candidates. Mm-hmm. Please learn who these people are that are running for the Senate and assembly. Get involved in your college student councils, you mm-hmm. know? Because a lot of people don't yeah. think it matters. I I didn't know I didn't know what they did until I was talking to VKW last week when I was interviewing for our Instagram, and I asked them like, "What is, what's the point?" And they explained that they're the ones. The ASUU is the one who funds clubs. clubs. Mm. Mm-hmm. So like our guy Connor here. Yeah. He's the uh, president of the baking this club. This is true. Yeah. And, uh, Shout out to the baking club. Everyone you know, should join. If the baking Check club out, wants yeah. to uh, get money, they go to their assembly rep. Yep. 
and from you know the college that the members are in and they're like hey we want money and then they pass that through assembly it's really important work yeah it's the thing you gotta understand like this is funding orgs beyond like it's not just giving students scholarships in asu you yeah know? it's and it's like honestly we aren't paid that well like i don't make that much mm-hmm. i think i make very similarly in student media mm-hmm. to asu you mm-hmm. and like i do less stuff in student media you mm-hmm. know like like uh, like overall like mm-hmm. it's i am paid better i think in student media for the work that i do hell yeah you are <laughs> <laughs> comparative like and that's not bagging on like asu shout it's, out student media I, oh like, yeah what <laughs> i do in asu is like so much of this is just i care you know mm-hmm. about volunteering and the payment is like it's nice you know getting a tuition benefit sure getting a stipend at the end of the semester like that's nice right yeah of course but like it's really like about caring about advocacy, but and they they fund yeah. student trips. Oh yes, they do. I was mm-hmm. I was able to yeah. go on a trip to Baltimore this year, which wasn't through ASUU. No, but so uh, maybe if I'd talked to my assembly rep, yeah. I could have come with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you uh, they can I fund didn't know similar. About that. And I was in ASUU, and yeah. I didn't know about travel funding. They can they can fund people going to conventions like yeah. for their ma- whatever their major is like conferences conferences if you're doing research and you want to present like dang or There's... you want to just network anything like oh totally yeah if you want to see yeah. a cool city yeah um, as long as like... you present it as something else yeah i want to go i want to go to this baltimore convention about radio man if you have an academic yeah. if you have an academic reason yeah. to do this you know like Man, apply for travel funding. Apply to real, fund your orgs, your clubs. If you're into anime, I bet we have an anime club here at U. Almost. I believe we do. We do. You know, anime club, they're like, you know, we want to, I don't know, go to Comic-Con. Maybe they would. I don't know if they would actually fund that. But if you like, join Geekwave, I know you can do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're plugging in, bro. I love Geekwave. Yeah. yeah. No, but the like, like they'll, great. they'll fund your club, and that is great. Yeah. So, yeah. like, if you're in a club, you know, all of you listening, if you're, like, the president, you know, of the baking club, yeah, you know, let's get those brownies funded rather than coming out of your pocket. I know, you know? Con- I know Connor was doing it out of his own pocket. Yeah. like I he, know for a fact. You're like, come on, Connor. Let's, uh, let's get and, some funding for your club. And that's – he just, like, kind of took over the club. He didn't really mm-hmm. – so I'm sure he just doesn't know that – what ASUU does? Oh, for mm. sure. Because yeah. who does? Who knows so what I ASUU don't. does? I still don't. Be exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, I do a little bit more. And that's why. But... That's why I think it's good that all of the, well, all of them are uh, running on trying to demystify. Yeah, for, oh, sure. for sure. No, I think that's gonna really. And I think campus safety is interesting, right? Uh, yeah. One thing I will say is we had a Clary report, which is like okay. we looked at all the things, and my understanding, I'm not speaking as an official here. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Lighting was not the issue. That's what I was thinking too. I didn't say anything because I forgot about it. I've, but I've complained about lighting all the time. Lighting is not; it doesn't help. No, it'd be we, great we, if we had more right lighting. Would probably but, make people feel safer. Yes, but there's mm-hmm. other issues. Yes, we um, have, I mean expanding safe rides. Yeah, um, Pe- bad people are gonna do bad things if it's in the light or not. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, well, light lighting does help, but it does. It's but not like they're gonna our main issue. Yeah, there's yeah. other things that we can focus on. Than that, and I think they know that, you know. And I've had, a, yeah. Like I've, I think it's it just easy. seems like a weird thing to I take think a stance I've heard on. All the tickets talk about lighting. I don't want to sp- say that, 
But uh-huh. like, like I know it's, it's a wide issue that I've heard multiple. So it's not like to bag on any one ticket, right? Did they yeah. uh, talk about that in the campus safety episode that we did lighting? Because they're remember. doing great work over there too. Yeah, we have a so there is like a campus safety committee in ASU, I believe, uh-huh. where they'll meet with people and you you know they do like a roundtable. I think mm-hmm. it's in academic affairs board. Mm-hmm. I don't know, um, but that like we have things that we do. It's just like Safe Ride's a great yeah service. Honestly, mm. every yeah. every Tuesday I've got a 10 p.m. class that and a handful of kids will always get picked up by Safe Ride mm. and go wow. up campus. It's it's a great deal, and I yeah, cool. I just hang out in the parking lot, not in a creepy way. I'm just like hanging <laughs> yeah. out with my friends. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And for I'm sure. like, well, bye, Rin. Have I? I'm glad you're getting home safe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys. Yeah, for sure. No, it's um, you know, I think yeah, like I said, I think the platforms on each of these yeah. tickets, like they're very similar. They're similar they're very similar. Places, I like, think it's not. Um, I know, and where we've said this before, it's not a bad choice. You know, like it's not it's not a choice between Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton here. Yeah, I yeah. Well, I'm one thing. I I we probably gotta wrap this up. Guys. We, oh, yeah, we totally. Well, but I will say, like, as my final thoughts, like, I'm super stoked to just see people in our generation um, be inspired to like run for mm-hmm. anything, and like just um, it it has a lot of hope and a lot of good energy to it. Um, so it's super cool to see all these tickets running, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you guys have any other final thoughts? Just please vote, right? Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. February 21st. We'll post something. Yeah, about yeah it. we'll post something. All right. Sweet. Thank you guys. This was a great panel and uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. And that's been another episode of long story short. We hope that you found this episode interesting and informative And if you've enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to look out for our next one.